Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. If you're loving what you're hearing on the show, go out and tell two friends today. Show them how easy it is to subscribe to the show. The Real Estate Espresso Podcast is available on more than 20 different platforms. Spread the love around. Why keep all this goodness to yourself? On today's show, we're taking a look at the economic recovery. Some sectors will bounce back and others will take a long time. In real estate, we're seeing some encouraging data during the month of May for several asset classes. In the broad economy, the U.S. lost about 30 million jobs in March and April. Canada lost about 3 million jobs. But in the month of May, we're starting to see the beginning of a recovery. The U.S. added about 2.8 million jobs in May, excluding farm employment, and Canada added about 290,000 jobs in the same period. The month of May saw the return of about 10% of the jobs lost in March and April. This is encouraging. Frankly, I was expecting the wave of bankruptcies would create permanent damage to the economy, and they may still happen. Construction registered the strongest improvement among goods-producing industries, with an increase of 464,000 jobs, almost half the number lost in April. Despite the COVID-19 shutdowns, house prices have continued to rise, and some real estate brokers and economists, they're seeing signs that demand for new homes has started to rise in recent weeks. In fact, in May, we've seen demand for new homes surge 21% compared with the same period last year. Mortgage applications for home purchases in the last week of May also rose for the seventh straight week, up 5.3% from a week earlier and up 17% from a year earlier. That's according to the Mortgage Bankers Association. Several real estate brokers I spoke with in the past week are seeing a flurry of activity. One broker said that she expects a busy summer ahead, with a large number of new listings coming in the next couple of weeks. It's as if the traditional spring market is happening anyway, just a couple of months delayed. There are those who wanted to move in 2020, and they're going to move anyway unless they lost their job. Many markets are experiencing a shortage of supply and rising prices. In my home market of Ottawa, Canada, for example, detached homes at the entry level of the market show the lowest inventory of all. Homes in this category are usually selling on the first day of listing with multiple offers. So far during the pandemic, we've seen a 6.1% price increase compared with the same period last year. According to some agents, some buyers who are planning to buy in 2021 or later are actually advancing their timelines. If they're in a property they don't like, they're accelerating their purchase decision. They don't want to be quarantined during a second wave of the pandemic in a property they don't like. Now let's be clear, this is a couple of weeks of data. It doesn't define a trend. If this is a wave of pent-up demand, well that demand could subside later in the year. If we have a second wave of the pandemic, we could also see a significant slowdown in the fall and the winter. Now, sales were strongest in Florida, up 59% from a year ago. In the Midwest, up 48% from the same period last year. And sales in the Northeast, the extreme Northwest, and Southern California all fell from a year earlier. Some markets in the corners of the country are going to struggle in this coming year. New York, for example, was already sitting on seven years of new condo inventory before the pandemic hit. Seattle was facing a similar situation. Now, New York City's tax rolls were scheduled to increase by an estimated 5.7% in 2020, based on an increase in assessed values. That translates into an additional $1.6 billion in tax revenue for the city. But critics have pointed out that the assessments are out of touch with what's happening in the New York economy. 
In Toronto, one of the largest markets in North America, economists and the government-backed mortgage insurer predicted a price drop of 18% during the pandemic. Well, that price drop has yet to materialize. In fact, we're seeing a 3% rise compared with a year earlier and a 4.4% rise compared with April. Real estate brokerage Redfin said its seasonally adjusted measure of home buying demand, which tracks buyer inquiries, was up 16.5% in the third week of May, compared with before the pandemic struck. Redfin, which also let go about 1,000 employees back in April, brought back about 350 this month in response to higher demand. So at this point, we are starting to see some positive signs in the housing market. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.